pestilence, war, famine, death? Spin the wheel. Which one are we landing on today, internet friends? Clippity-clop-clop. The horsemen don't stop. Famine. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about famine. More specifically, governments around the world have announced that we will be facing food shortages soon, but hey, don't worry, they got this thing all under control. They have your best interests at heart. Don't sweat it. Why do you look nervous? Just sit back, watch some Netflix, have a sip of your white claw, and take a deep breath, dear citizen. Just have a scroll through TikTok. We saved you 16 cents on hot dogs last 4th of July. You think we're going to let you starve? Last week, on the same day actually, President Joe Biden and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau talked about impending food shortages. During a press conference, Trudeau warned food shortages were on Canada's horizon. He blamed global supply chain issues in that pesky little old war in Ukraine for these problems, saying, quote, We've seen disruptions of supply chains around the world, which is resulting in higher prices for consumers in democracies like ours, and resulting in significant shortages and projected shortages of food, of energy in places around the world. On the same day, President Joe Biden said that food shortages are going to be real and that it was largely due to sanctions imposed on Russia. Isn't this the same fella who told us that this past winter all the purebloods were going to die? What's happening, party people? Today is Tuesday, April 19th, and you're watching episode 134 of Rise News. That was a clip from one of my favorite online video purveyors of all time, Really Graceful, over on BitChute. She talks about the New World Order globalists at the World Economic Forum increasing their rhetoric about upcoming food shortages and famine. In a related meme, here's the 2035 food pyramid. At the top, antidepressants, soy milk, lab-grown meat, bugs, seed oils, and my microplastics. This is even worse than the old food pyramid, which was encouraging everybody to have 33% of their diet as grain. Think that's why there's so many fatties in the Western world? Nah, bro, just eat some more french fries. Bro, I love french fries. Moving on to our continuing coverage of the Scamdemic Event 201, Healthcare Fascism Dystopia We're Living In, Igor's newsletter, that's igorchadov.substack.com, says vaccine skeptics are the true critical thinkers. We overcame the most sophisticated forms of manipulation. Quote, all experts agree that the vaccine is safe and effective. That was enough to get most people vaccinated, except that anyone could ask two questions. How can I know that all experts agree if those disagreeing are not allowed to speak up? How can anyone know that COVID vaccine is safe and effective if no time actually passed to ensure that? And anyone with just a bit of knowledge could also ask the question, are you sure that it's safe and effective if no coronavirus vaccine ever worked and no mRNA product has ever been approved? Longtime friend of the... Show Steve Kirsch says, brilliant article, this is why Twitter had to ban me twice. Colleen Huber, NMD, says, I've studied vaccines for 24 years, paid extra attention in immunology courses in both medical schools I attended, and have no desire to carry a Trojan horse substance past an exquisitely perfect barrier, and therefore, I am a longtime anti-vaxxer. Over on blacklistednews.com, father launches billboard campaign to tell the world his son was killed by the Pfizer vaccine. And of course, he was canceled by GoFundMe. Here's the billboard from Ernest Ramirez. My baby boy story is getting out. Vaccine injury isn't rare or mild when it happens to your child. Ernesto Ramirez Jr. died of heart inflammation five days after receiving Pfizer's COVID jab. And he's got a link there to childrenshealthdefense.org. 
Over on Breitbart.com, Florida judge voids U.S. mask mandate for planes, other travel. The Daily Mail says Florida judge strikes down CDC's improper mask mandate for airplanes and public transport. U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel argued Monday that the CDC improperly failed to justify its decision and did not follow proper rulemaking. The federal judge argued the Center for Disease Control stepped over, overstepped its authority. It's nice to know there's still a few good federal judges out there. But let's be crystal clear, there is absolutely no constitutionality to any of these mask mandates. Any mask mandate is an infringement on your right to breathe. You have a God-given right to breathe no matter what any federal judge or any other judge says. No matter what government says there's any kind of mandate or any other kind of BS rule that they're going to try and push through. We have the inherent right to breathe. We also have the right not to be injected with poison, despite what any government agency might say. 43,000 deaths, 4 million injuries following COVID-19 vaccines in European database of adverse reactions. Specifically, 4,100,476 injuries through April 9th, 2022. That's for Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Janssen, and Novavax. Cardiac disorders, over 3,000 deaths. General disorders and administration site conditions, over 5,000 deaths. Nervous system disorders, over 2,000 deaths. Respiratory disorders, over 2,000 deaths. That's just from Pfizer. You can go over the rest of this if you want over on vaccineimpact.com. Over on CryptoGon.com, U.S. Department of Defense awarded a contract for COVID-19 research in Ukraine three months before COVID was known to even exist. Why does United States government data show that the U.S. Department of Defense awarded a contract on the 12th of November 2019 to Labyrinth Global Health Incorporated for COVID-19 research at least one month before the alleged emergence of the novel coronavirus and three months before it was officially dubbed COVID-19? The shocking founder findings, however, do not end there. The contract awarded in November 2019 for COVID-19 research was not only instructed to take place in Ukraine, it was in fact part of a much larger contract for a biological threat reduction program in Ukraine. The article was also posted on blacklistednews.com. So they were awarding COVID-19 research contracts before COVID was even a thing? Yeah, that's not suspicious at all. I wonder if Klaus Schwab talks about this in his book. And if you can get past the paywall on the epictimes.com, they posit the COVID shots are killing people, question mark. Steve Kirsch, who we mentioned earlier, says these people deserve the credit for the deaths of nearly a million Americans. Then he lists the specific fake doctors who are panel members on the COVID-19 treatment guidelines. Roy Gulick, Clifford Lane, Henry Masur. The NIH says that there is insufficient evidence to make a recommendation. Yep. Only 82 studies from 815 scientists with 129,808 patients in 27 countries. This Dr. Pierre Corey got a tattoo that says insufficient evidence. (laughs) The article goes on to state, there are lots of other supplements and drugs that have convincing data and then show this big long list and their efficacy. And of course, every one of these repurposed drugs or supplements listed in the table above has a better risk benefit profile than the vaccine. And then, of course, there's evidence that those panel members were paid off. Sounds pretty much like business as usual, no? Also on VaccineImpact.com, 1,000% increase in vaccine deaths and injuries following Pfizer COVID-19 emergency use authorization vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds. 1,000% increase in vaccine deaths and injuries. And here's a heartbreaking picture of the children who are being murdered by the Pfizer vaccine. And remember, these are being authorized under emergency conditions because apparently it's an emergency when 3 out of 10,000 people might die from a virus. 
Also from CryptoGod.com, very unusual rise in cases of severe liver damage seen in children across UK, US, and Europe. Children are experiencing more severe inflammation in a few cases leading the liver to fail and require transplantation. Children are requiring liver transplants. It's almost like these corporate rigged elections aren't giving us good leadership. The Free Thought Project says, Never forget, for two years, tyrants locked us down, forcibly medicated us, and destroyed our livelihoods. Evil corrupt Big Pharma Goblin Fauci praises communist China's Decronian lockdowns. In what is likely the largest power grab in the history of the world, for two years, mainstream media and the government kept citizens in a perpetual state of fear, driving many to willingly surrender their rights for the false promise of safety that would never come. Safety from what? Being put on a ventilator and force-fed remdesivir? And of course, we were constantly reminded that if you don't follow the Big Pharma corrupt science, you are a science-denying buffoon who wants grandma to die, doesn't care about the children, are an alt-right Nazi, a white supremacist extremist, and most likely a domestic terrorist. And of course, the Big Pharma-installed U.S. Supreme Court rejects appeal by fired New York teachers over vaccine dispute. The U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear the lawsuit filed by four New York City public school teachers who got fired for refusing to be genetically modified, claiming it violated their constitutional rights. Justice Sonia Sotomayor, who oversees emergency applications for the Second Circuit, which includes Connecticut, New York, and Vermont, rejected the request to block New York City's vaccine mandate for teachers without comment. I think you can always trust a judge who rejects something and then doesn't even leave a comment. Nothing suspicious there, right? Chinese lockdowns expand, raising more questions about Beijing's motives for shutting down. Growing lockdowns in China have me believing more and more that the country isn't exactly crestfallen about the supply chain crisis it is creating for the rest of the world. Three potential reasons China is overshooting the mark with its draconian lockdowns. The CCP may be trying to usurp more power. There may be something about COVID that China knows that the rest of the world still doesn't know. China is looking for an excuse to slow its production to put pressure on the Western world at a time when it is trying to separate further economically from the West. Then the author states, Today, I'm leaning towards reason number three. Former Razorback lineman and St. Louis native Brian Wallace died from a heart attack this past weekend. He was 26 years old. Heart attack at 26 years old? I wonder if he got the COVID jab. Here's a reminder from blacklistednews.com that Eisenhower warned of a scientific technological elite coup in his farewell speech right before somebody shot and murdered JFK. Here's a relevant quote from Mussolini. Fascism should more appropriately be called corporatism because it is a merger of state and corporate power. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment, project allocations, and the power of money is ever-present and is gravely to be regarded. From Drastic Research, Echo Health Alliance, in concert with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, attempted to carry out advanced and dangerous human pathogenicity bat coronavirus research that would clearly qualify as gain of function and a grant proposal submitted to the Defense Advanced Research Project Agencies in 2018. The grant proposal includes some elements of research that are already public via scientific papers, as well as other elements that have never been made public, including vaccinating wild bats using aerosolized viruses and further work on published and unpublished strains that could have directly produced SARS-CoV-2. Two years later, by mere coincidence, if you believe the corporate media, a deadly bat virus naturally emerged from a Wuhan wet market, the exact type of virus that Echo Health Alliance proposed spraying into the wild in the exact geographical area. That was from Ben Barty, B-A-R-T-E-E. And remember, we do have a model for where they didn't do the lockdowns and forced vaccination. 
That's Sweden. And Sweden came out of the coronavirus pandemic much better than any other Western country. Except, of course, they immigrated a bunch of Muslims from the third world. And so now there are violent, violent riots in Sweden after politicians threatened to soak the Koran in pig's blood and light it on fire. There's Sweden on fire. How's that multi multiculturalism working out in Sweden? Let's watch the video. watch a police van in Sweden run people over? I'm not sure. At Research Wing over on Twitter says, lesson if you induct people from terrorist nations, they will even make your nation the same. At Enderdeep Khan says, open immigration countries are facing severe assimilation challenges. Down in the comments, this is why we need AR-15s and high-capacity magazines. Over on survival.news, emergency alert on the heels of rail carriers canceling grain shipments, CF Industries warns that fertilizer rail shipments are now being halted during spring planting. Over on Natural News, this means that Union Pacific is essentially dropping fertilizer shipments and grain shipments all across America. Put another way, America's food infrastructure is being deliberately shut down. Wait to hear what's about to happen to fertilizer, which is the basis of food. Turns out Russia is doesn't simply supply energy to the entire world, it is a major supplier of every crop nutrient farmer need. That means, thanks to American and European sanctions, your grocery bill is about to get much, much bigger. Ben Rinchy is an expert on this subject. He owns and runs the Blue Diamond Farming Company in Iowa. He farms more than 16,000 acres in the state. Food prices. If you're upset that gas is up a dollar or two a gallon, Wait till your grocery bill is up $1,000 a month. And it might not just manifest itself in terms of price. It could be quantity as well. Empty shelf syndrome may just be starting. Nitrogen prices are up three times from the last crop we put in. Phosphorus and potassium are doubled. Uh, the planting season in the Northern Hemisphere is just weeks away. There's no miracle technology that can cut that in half or That's it for me today, Internet fam. Thank you for watching episode 134 of Rise News. Once again, if you want to contribute articles or information or debate anything about the show at all, this is an open source news pro program. Go ahead and head over to vote.xyz slash v slash news. We're also up now on Spotify as a podcast.